Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super, super excited that you're joining me today. It honestly means the world to me that you're taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me, so thank you for being here. And I've got to be real with you guys. I have not been feeling it lately. I have been feeling a little bit like unmotivated, I'm not feeling creative, I'm not feeling productive, I'm just kind of feeling meh. And so I think that today we're just going to be talking about a really fitting subject. We're going to be talking about the three things I do to get out of a funk. And it just, like I said, it's really fitting. It's something that I needed to hear right now. And, you know, maybe it's something that you need to hear right now too. So I'm excited to get to talk to you about that today. I don't really know what it is. I don't know if something's in the air, what's going on right now, but I just haven't been feeling so hot. And I think that it's normal to go through peaks and valleys in life. And we need to kind of embrace the valley. We need to embrace where we're at. But also at the same time, if you're in a funk for a little bit and you're not wanting to be in that funk anymore, I just want to give you guys some helpful tips on things you can do to kind of push yourself out of it, to kind of push yourself towards feeling better, really, is kind of what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and talk about the weekly segments, something I'm loving, something I'm doing, and something I'm working on. Okay, so something I'm loving is definitely planting my garden. I feel like I've always been somebody who's wanted to get into gardening and I really haven't been able to do it up until the past few years, whether it be space or whether it be time. I just feel like I haven't really had the opportunity to, so I'm just so excited to finally get to do it this year. There's a couple of things that I'm doing to really start planning for the garden. Number one is I downloaded an app. It's called the Planter app, I believe, and it just lets me outlay like where stuff is going to be planted, like in what beds and what areas. And so I'm trying this new thing called companionship planting, I think what it's called. I'm honestly still learning about all of it. And so I'm like rabbit holing down into this deep abyss that is learning about gardening tips and tricks and whatever. And so, but what that is, is basically like if you plant basil near tomato, then it like helps with pests and stuff like that. So that planner app has been helpful for that. Just trying to figure that out and learning kind of what should go next to what, if that makes sense. So I'm doing that and that's been really fun. And then I got an indoor herb garden that I am so excited about. It's one of those little ones that sits on your countertop, like in the kitchen. I got it for Christmas and I just haven't gotten around to setting it up yet. So I'm doing that this week because I'm in this whole spirit of like gardening this year. So I'm really excited about that. I've always done some like indoor gardening to the sense of like, I'll plant like green onions and water and like carrots and I'll grow lettuce from the top of the head, like a lettuce head. But I haven't really gone all out from like seed to like basket type thing. So that's what I'm gonna be working on. And I don't know, maybe I'll like vlog the journey of it because I feel like a lot of people are getting more into gardening and I, that just makes me so happy because I've always wanted that life for myself and it finally feels like I'm gonna be able to really get it. Something I'm doing is going on morning walks. This was actually something that my boyfriend and I had just talked about a few days ago and we're just kind of picking it back up again. It's still pretty cold in the morning, but it's not like super, super cold. So we're gonna, we're, we're still able to like go out and take our dogs out for like 15, 30 minutes. And I really don't know what it is or how to describe how happy morning walks make me, but they actually change my entire morning. And when I talk to people about things that I do in the morning that really make me feel happy and ready for the day, morning walks are like always on that list, but then I never end up finding time to go on them or it's just so hard to reason with yourself. And I feel like a lot of you probably struggle with the same thing where it's like, you know, if you go on a morning walk in the morning, it's going to make you feel so much better. But at the same time, 
time if you go on that morning walk in the morning you have to leave bed or you can't like sit on the couch and read like there's sacrifices that you make to be able to go on that walk and I think that I struggle with that a lot wanting to like I'll want to stay in I won't want to go out on a walk but every time I do go out and I do you know come home from a walk I always 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 feel so much better so that's something I'm doing lately and I feel like I go through just like, I don't know. I don't know if you would call it like different habits and stuff like that that I do in the morning that make me feel really good. I think previously it was journaling and then before that it was reading. And I still will do those things on occasion in the morning, but I really am just trying to prioritize one thing every morning since I feel like I am in this funk lately. And walks have just been the perfect solution for that. And last but not least, something I'm working on is not being so all or nothing. And this is something that I really struggled with for a long time. I just feel like I am black or white. I am all or nothing. I am all in or I'm all out. It just has been my personality for such a long time. And I think that there's a lot of situations where it has benefited me, but there's also a lot of situations where it really, really harms me. And I think that that is something I'm gonna have to start working on. Like for example, if something goes wrong in the morning for me, I kind of write off the whole day. I'm like, this is just gonna be a bad day. And that is such, it's just a horrible way to think about your day and you waste so much time, you waste so much energy being upset and that's just not how I wanna spend my life anymore. So I'm really just trying to look at my day in sections and this is gonna be like my first step to working on not being so all or nothing. Now I kinda of look at my day as, okay, there's different parts of my day. I have the early morning part of my day, I have the regular morning part, I have the you know afternoon, I have the early evening and I have the evening. So that's really been helping me because instead of feeling like my morning was ruined so the whole day is ruined, I'm like, oh, like I had a bad early morning. It doesn't mean that the morning morning will be bad or I had a bad afternoon. It doesn't mean that my evening will be bad. And so that mentality has been helping me a lot. So if you struggle with being all or nothing too, definitely try that out. It's helped me out a lot. But yeah, that's just something I'm working on. I feel like it's been a long time coming. I've been meaning to work on this part of myself for a long time, but I think it's something that's so ingrained in me that I just don't, I just kind of have been ignoring it. So we're finally addressing it. We're all for, you know, improving ourselves, becoming our best selves. That's what this podcast is pretty much about. So that's what I'm working on. If you guys want to share with me your somethings, I would absolutely love to hear them. You can DM me over on Instagram. The link will be in the description of this podcast, but definitely let me know what you're loving, what you're doing, and what you're working on. I love chatting with you guys on there, and I always get back to you. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's main topic, three things I do to get out of a funk. So like I said earlier, I just haven't been feeling on top of my game lately. I really don't know what it is. I don't feel like there's a good reason for why I'm feeling this way. I just haven't been feeling my best and I know that it is stopping me from being my best self in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different areas. I don't work at my projects as hard as I want to work at them. I don't work on my relationships as well as I should be. And I know that I'm just not doing great all around. So I think that it's normal. And I think that everybody's going to go through seasons and peaks and valleys, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay there. And that's something that I've always tried to remind myself because I think I fell into the whole, oh, like life ebbs and flows. You're not always going to feel happy. You're not always going to feel sad. Like things are going to fluctuate. I heavily relied on that for a long time. And what usually ended up happening was I would never even try to get myself out of a funk because I thought like, oh, that's just like the season I'm in. That's the era I'm in. I'm in my like sad girl era, however you want to say it. And I think the dangerous part about that was that for me personally, I would look at it and then say, oh, I 
you know, I'm just in this time of my life. It's just a season of sadness for me or whatever it is. And I would just kind of enable that behavior and I would never try to work on myself to get out of that funk because at the end of the day, you know that you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel better about life when you are feeling happy and when you're not feeling like you're in a funk. So I just kind of would give up on myself whenever I would feel like that and I don't want to do that anymore. So I started to implement these three things and I started to really notice a difference. And I did want to preface this by saying that I'm not trying to say we need to be motivated and productive and inspired 24-7 because I don't think that that's possible or the case. I think that it's great when we're able to recognize when we need rest, when we need that little recharge, as long as it doesn't go too far to where you're like enabling yourself to stay in it. And for example, I think that I have a very personal experience with this where I would fall into these slumps and I would fall too deep and then it would be way, way, way harder to get back out than it would have been if I would have just worked on a few things a little bit earlier. Because I think it really is a slippery slope. You don't want your funk to turn into something worse. You don't want your funk to turn into failed relationships. And that's kind of the experience that I had in the past where I would let that quote unquote funk turn into something way bigger and it would just ruin certain aspects of my life. So I really had to start kind of checking myself and saying, okay, we're done feeling sad. We're done feeling upset. Let's go ahead and just kick ourselves out of this. Let's get ourselves out of this. Let's climb on out. Let's get out of this funk. And honestly, you might be different because at the end of the day, we all are. But if you've ever found yourself in a funk and wondered what you can do to get out of it, this is for you. There are three things that I do to get myself out of a funk or maybe even prevent one from happening. Let's jump right in to it. Number one is to refresh your space. Now, when I find myself falling into a funk, the first sign is usually my home. Dishes get left undone, laundry piles up a little bit too much, and dust is just covering my shelves and my books are covered in dust. Things just start to really decline for me. I That's usually like my first tell sign when I look at my space and I'm like, okay, my home is really messy. Nothing's organized. Nothing's been cleaned in a while hope you're probably in a funk. That's kind of what I have to tell myself. And I think that it's really easy to let that happen. You know, life is a really tricky balance. And I think that sometimes we let the cleanliness of our spaces go first when we're faced with other stressors. So for example, if you're busy at work, maybe you don't clean the house for a little bit to focus more on your projects. Or let's say you have friends in town, maybe you spend more time with them instead of doing the dishes tonight. It's important to realize that this trade-off is not a bad thing. You should absolutely prioritize those moments of importance over or a couple of dirty spoons or shirts. But eventually, I think you do need to refresh your space and get yourself back on the right track. And I think for me, to get myself out of a cleaning funk, I like to schedule one area of my home to clean per day. And doing this has really helped me a lot because instead of overwhelming myself with a whole list of tasks in one day, I only have one thing to do per day and I just find it to be way more achievable. I also think it's important to mention that refreshing your space will also help you refresh your mind. And I think this can sometimes happen without you even realizing it. I am somebody who's extremely, extremely, extremely affected by her environments. If I feel like stuff is messy, then my brain feels unorganized and I feel messy. And in that same way, I think that our spaces can start to reflect how that how we're kind of feeling inside of our brains. So if we're feeling unorganized, then our space becomes messy. And like I said earlier, that's my telltale sign of if I'm going into a funk, if I'm settling into a funk, if I'm getting too comfortable, not feeling the best, my space will usually go first. 
So in order to prevent that funk from happening or in order to help myself get out of it, the first thing I'm going to do is refresh my space. I'm going to go through, I'm going to start cleaning, I'm going to schedule things to clean every other day, and slowly but surely, I'm going to get myself back on the right track. And that brings us to the second thing that you should do if you're trying to get out of a funk, which is to revisit your goals. This is actually something I did this morning for this very purpose, and it only took me like a minute or two. I think it's something that we tend to overlook. We will set goals at the beginning of the month or at the beginning of the year, and then just kind of expect them to happen. And I think that that's where we usually go wrong, and that's how we end up finding ourselves in these funks. The purpose of goals is to give yourself something to work towards, but when we enter a slump or start feeling a bit funky, we tend to just forget about them. And I think that that is a pretty big problem. So at the beginning of this year, I set a bunch of new goals for myself, whether that be for my physical health, my mental health, my, my career, my work, my relationships. I set a ton of goals, some of them small, some of them really big, but when I'm in this feeling of being in a funk, it's like I can't even remember any of them. And if your goals are what's supposed to kind of push you to do better, push you to achieve new things, and then if you forget about them, then what do you really have left? And I think that that's where I personally am right now, where I needed to just kind of you know, revisit them. I needed to remind myself of what my priorities are. I needed to remind myself of what I was working towards. That's really what I think you need to do when you're in a situation, when you're in a funk. You need to remind yourself of why you started. All those things kind of go hand in hand. And if you're somebody who doesn't have any goals at this moment because maybe you've just never taken the time to write them down or maybe you don't know where to start, then take a second to write something down in the following categories. You're going to write a goal for your personal life, your career life, and your health. I think that that's a really solid place to start. It's where I personally started when I first started, you know, goal setting a couple years ago. And I do think that goals are massively important. So you're going to want to revisit your goals and remind yourself of why you're working, of why you choose to keep going. And this really does apply to anything. So I think that we can be in funks in our lives in different areas. I could be doing great at the gym, but then be in a little bit of like a career work funk. I could be doing amazing at work, but then also be in like a health funk where I'm not doing anything for my body. We bounce a lot of things in life. And so I think that's why goals are really there to remind ourselves of what is truly important. So it's something that you're really going to want to be revisiting often. I personally think that this is one of the most powerful things you can do to get out of a funk because it really does reignite that passion and that motivation that's deep within you. I also wanted to quickly mention that I think it's really important you have goals that are good goals, not just some random achievement. I had a conversation about this the other day where I think it was a friend of mine who said that her goal was to to take 10,000 steps a day. And I was like, that's a great goal. Like, what's it for? And she said, you know, I don't know. Like, I just know that doing 10,000 steps a day is good for me. And we started this conversation about what was really driving her to achieve that goal. What was the why behind it? Did she just want to, you know, walk 10,000 steps a day because she saw it online? Or was there a deeper reason? And the deeper reason was just because she wanted to live a healthier and happier life. She wants to feel better about herself. She wants to feel better about her body. And that was what was important to her. And so I think that that is your true goal. Your true goal is you want to feel good in your in your body. You want to feel strong. You want to feel, you know, empowered. You want to be all these things. So you have to have these mini goals like walking 10,000 steps a day or, you know, eating bright foods. That type of thing kind of 
they all combine, the mini goals combine for you to reach your big goal. Your goal should be deeply connected with your sense of self as it's really those goals that are gonna motivate you to emerge from the slums. And last but not least, you're gonna wanna reorganize your life. Similar to refreshing your space, when you reorganize your life, you really give yourself a chance to start fresh. When I personally do this, I wipe my calendar completely clean, I schedule new events, I look into new tasks that I wanna achieve, I make new goals, I you know go through my closet and clean out old clothes I don't wear. Reorganizing your life really means just that, and it really means in every category of your life. I actually went into my closet the other day and I just decluttered. I found clothes that I hadn't worn in maybe six, eight months, and I said, you know what? I don't need this anymore, and I donated it. It really is amazing how good you feel after cleaning out the old and preparing to welcome the new, and that doesn't mean that you have to go out and buy new clothes to fill that space. It just means that you're kind of creating space for new experiences, new energy, new commitments, new plans, new goals. You really just want to clear out the old in your life, reorganize, and then welcome the new. And I think that brings me to my key point here, which is that you want to go into organizing with a sense of beginning, of new beginning. This is also something that I recently did when I created a little vanity space in my room. You know, if you guys have listened to any of my past podcasts, you might know that my boyfriend and I set up a double desk out in the loft area, and now I'm using my old desk as like a little vanity area. And so I have my makeup set up and I have like spots for my jewelry and my brushes and it's just been like a nice way to get ready in the morning. But when I first created it, I really looked at all the products I had and I said, why do I have this much? You know what I mean? I was like, why do I have 20 lipsticks or however many it was? And the truth of the matter was, was that I hadn't really decluttered or reorganized it in years. It was probably, it's probably been like six or seven or eight years. That stuff has been collecting. And I think that we tend to do that a lot in all areas of our lives. We just let things collect. I went through my mug cabinet the other week and I just found a ton of mugs that I have not used in years. So I got rid of them. And I think that parting ways with things that we don't use often things that we don't bring joy or things that don't bring joy into our lives that's such a crucial part of getting out of a funk because you're almost leaving an old you behind so yeah i'm just trying to give you guys examples of ways that i feel like you could do it in your own life other ways to reorganize might be you know unfollowing people on social media that you just don't vibe with anymore i think that that's a big part of it too you want to curate your feed so that it makes you happy and and, and that it inspires you and doesn't make you feel bad there's tons of ways that you can reorganize your life and i think that it's a really important aspect to getting out of any funk. But honestly, guys, those are my three steps to getting out of a funk, and I really hope that they inspired you to do the same. I know that I'm going to be really, really working on it here in the next few weeks to try and knock myself out of this. And you know, if you're in a similar boat, then I feel you and I'm wishing you the best and I believe in you. And a quick tip that I wanted to leave you guys with is that the three things we talked about today, refresh your space, revisit your goals and reorganize, I refer to as the three R's of getting out of a funk. It makes it really easy to remember. And that way, next time you're kind of feeling meh or you're not really, you know, feeling motivated or productive or inspired, you can just remember, okay, let's go through the three R's. I'm going to refresh my space revisit my goals, and then reorganize. Life is too fleeting to spend too much time in a funk, and so I really, really do wish you the best and hope that you're able to work through whatever you're working through. The same with it, I'm trying to do the same. If you guys enjoyed today's podcast, I would really, really appreciate it if you could rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out, and it also helps get the podcast out to more people who might benefit from it. Thank you guys again so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for spending time with me today. I am so happy that you're here, and I hope that you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys all next week on Onwards and Upwards.